0: They have fashion design degree. They look at the ramps, models. They come up with the design ideas, design in your illustrator. That's how their are design processes. So, so the style comes from your ramps, your runway. They are going to create. Now, even in the fashion space, there are some custom shops which are like, okay, every single dress that you're going to buy is probably going to be custom. <laughs>
1: Here is your host, Sam Gupta.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm, Alipage IQ. There are nuances right within the ERP system, such as most processes being driven using size, style, season, brand, and color. But then the integrations are super involved too. You have integration as thick as PLM, WMS, and a designer toolbox such as Adobe Illustrator. Then the supply chain processes are fairly unique as well with the needs for vendor collaboration, sampling, and order placement during R&D. So which are the systems designed for the apparel industry? If you have guessed Exanta, then... You are right. In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct an independent review of Aptine Accenture's capabilities. We covered many grounds, including its unique capabilities for the apparel industry and why this industry has different needs for NERP and integrations. Finally, we covered why there are only few solutions available in this industry unless you plan to use several add-ons on top of the horizontal ERP systems. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you are joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We always review one solution from the ERP community. And for today, we are going to be reviewing Apptain Accenta, which is a very unique solution. So we are going to have a lot of fun discussing that, especially around the challenges in uh, this industry. Before we do that, we are going to start with everybody's intros. I am going to start with my intro. If you don't know me, Sam Gupta, Principal at Elevate IQ, Elevate IQ. Is the independent ERP e commerce and digital transformation consulting firm. On that note, I am going to move to Andy for his intro. Thank you,
2: Sam. Uh, my name is Andy Pratico. I've been involved in ERP software for manufacturers all my life. I've worked all over North America and I actually teach people how to uncover the truth about ERPs before they buy so thanks again for having me attend sam and looking forward to learning about this
0: one and this is going to be so much fun uncovering the truth about this particular year p and d and we have uncovered like what now 400 erp solutions
2: got well no one per week so we're well over a yeah. Hundred. Yeah, okay okay,
0: yeah. okay okay i'm over quoting right now thanks for uh calling me out there that's okay uh, <laughs> Okay, um, so we are going to start with the quick brief of the solution where they fit and also going to compare this with some of the other Apteen solutions. I don't think we have done a lot of atin. We have covered some of their manufacturing solutions if i believe correctly andy you can tell me if i'm off here i think we have covered probably one or two we definitely have covered their corporate strategy that i remember so we are going to do a quick refresher of their corporate strategy and they are very 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 similar to in okay <laughs> uh each of their solution is very similar to in the way their corporate strategy is There are some layers in terms of how they are moving. Uh, They were owned by Vista Equity. So obviously anything that you are going to see, including their branding colors, are going to be inspired by Vista Equity, which is yellow, okay? So everything, the way Vista Equity operates, the way they like to sort of consolidate the companies in their portfolio, obviously super sharp guys. There's no question about that. So they have very similar approach to how Infor operates because Infor was started by finance people. (laughs) They have very interesting way of looking how software world is supposed to work. So, again, Aptine has very similar market strategy in general. Uh, with Infor, Aptine likes to operate in slightly smaller uh, uh, patches than Infor. Infor is going for much bigger deals in general. I mean, that's what they are interested in. They are not necessarily interested in um, $5, $10 million shops anymore. Uh, they want more bigger and bigger. Um, Aptine is very interesting in general overall in terms of the layers that they like to set and they have been growing a lot in the europe market that's been their their sweet spot in the last couple of years um Apteen right now is very similar to in four where in four was probably 10 years back in terms of their acquisition strategy then they acquired so many that they cannot keep up with them uh Apteen acquired a lot more in the last few years the way epicode was acquiring or eci was acquiring so Aptine, the way they like to approach at least as of today they are going for very tiny uh, patches in the europe market which has been a growing market for them and in the europe market you have very 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 unique nuances where they can win easily and they don't have to compete with companies like infor epicor here in north america so that's what they were focusing on now let's talk about the retail market it's the beast okay and i don't even know if you can really position a real erp in the retail market because Retail market, the way it works is very unique in general. Okay, for the most part, for retail companies, the ERP is really going to be their OMS or it's going to be the POS layer, the way the companies operate, the way their teams are set up. The ERP is hardly the reporting, financial reporting layer. Operational layer is very rarely an ERP. Now, in retail as well, there are different patches. For example, uh, if you talk about the fashion apparel, very different ball game. very 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 different ball game in general okay so this particular solution is positioned for the fashion apparel space the way it works and there are hardly two solutions in the market that probably have capabilities if you talk about the full-blown capabilities unless you have like two million dollars and want to spend in integration then it's a different deal yeah, but for the most part if you talk about the fully packaged solution it's probably going to be in four and three and that is typically targeted for larger accounts and aptin Accenture is probably going to be the second best competitor that you're going to get obviously Netweet is probably the third one but then you are looking at a lot of add-ons in general uh, you might find all of the add-ons that an uh, apparel company are going to require in the NetSuite ecosystem, uh, just because they have been... Venerated. There's a lot of them. Uh, in general, in the e-commerce space, in the apparel space, Net- NetSuite does really well. And they have some of the modern uh, PLM systems. And for when you look at these apparel companies, the PLM is their brand butter. Okay. They design in the Adobe Illustrator, and then they want to go to PLM. Uh, and if they cannot figure out how to do that. So, Andy, just to give you a little insight, for them, their CAT system is going to be... Adobe Illustrator, can you believe this, okay? They are going to have bombs inside. (laughs) Uh, It's crazy the way, if you look at how their processes are set up, very, very, very unique. Uh, Just mind-blowing the way industry works. So it's very unique in general. If you try to uh, install Microsoft in this good luck with that. Or any other ERP for that matter. I mean, they are really going to struggle in general. And most people who don't really understand this space are probably going to do that. So very, very unique, very prop and very unique uh, industry in general. Overall, in terms of the solution capability, this is a very small solution in general. It's not supposed to be very large. So in terms of handling the workload, I don't think this is supposed to be installed in very large accounts. So again, it's supposed to be 10, 15-ish million dollar company. I don't know how long they can go. Now, there is another layer there in terms of the apparel manufacturing and apparel retail. Those two are very different things. Okay, apparel manufacturing is even different. Okay, the way their uh, processes are. Retail, you still have merchandising, you still have planning, you still have very involved WMS processes, but manufacturing gets involved even even more involved. NetSuite wins in sort of the e-commerce distribution space, then light manufacturing. But if you get into the hardcore apparel manufacturing, that's where these solutions shine and you are probably going to have a couple of options, which is probably in 4M3 and this one. In 4M3, not sure if that is going to be for pure play retail because the way the planning cycles are set up might not be as great fit. So there are a lot of different layers in terms of how these industries are set up. Uh, So I'll pause there, Andy. uh, You can tell me if you have any sort of experiences, commentary.
2: Well, just generally speaking... When you have ERPs that are designed for the fashion or the apparel industry, the biggest difference is the fact that they don't. Their part numbers are consistent, but each part number has size, style, and color. So therefore, it explodes. It's almost like a configurator. It explodes into variations of the same part number.
0: Yeah. So anybody can flag NDU that you don't belong from fashion because you are calling this as part number. They don't call it as part number. They call it as <laughs> style number.
2: Okay. There you go. There you go.
0: So for them, it's going to be a style. And then they also don't have sort of this queue. They have these queue, but they call it as PLU, which is called Price Lookup Code. Uh, okay, and in retail industry, uh, PLEU term is very common in general. It's not one-to-one correlation with your SKU because you are going to have a style number. A style has a lot of different variables in terms of the way style works. There are some some processes that are driven by style. But for the most part, most are probably driven by your PLU, uh, which is going to be another layer on top of your style. And it's almost like similar to, very similar to matrix inventory. But in my mind, it's just right. Much deeper than that, any other uh, uh comments, Andy? No, no, okay, all right. so here typically we cover many different uh you know layers in our uh, reviews. Number one, always is going to be market positioning, and we are probably doing a better job overall with slides as well now. We are sort of, you know, calling out different segments that we are covering. So we typically cover four different segments. It is going to be market positioning. Then we look at the any sort of PR releases that they have done. We sort of try to, uh, you know, connect the dots uh, with those releases. Then we look at the demos and the user reviews. So we are going to segment this in those sections. So here we are looking at their market positioning. And there are some very interesting commentary that we could find in the way they are positioning. And this is where you are going to see very 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 specific terms that might not be available with the other erp system for example here they are saying our plm integration with adobe illustrator and again this is supposed to be for designers and these designers are very very deep into fashion design they have fashion design degree okay they look at the rams models uh, they come up with the design ideas design in your uh, you know, illustrated. that's how their design process is. So very, very, very different in general. And anybody who has been in the fashion industry, they would probably be able to relate with what I am talking about. So the style comes from, you know, your ramps, your runway, they are going to create. Now, even in the fashion space, there are some custom shops which are like, okay, every single dress that you're gonna buy is probably gonna be custom, okay? But there are also a standardized shop which are gonna have, you know, product lines similar to your car, They don't do as custom. In general, the more custom you are going to have, uh, good luck with that business model uh, because it's only going to scale so much. And that's why, Andy, and I don't know whether you find this funny or not or whether you travel to any sort of developing world, uh, you know, typically in the developing world, you are going to find all sort of colors, all sort of variety. Okay, but when you walk in the US or Canada, obviously here, uh, you know, companies have to watch for every single dollar. The number of colors, the number of styles, the options that you are going to find for you are going to be very very limited okay and if you are sort of off from the mainstream for example andy let's say if you wear size 14 for some reason okay or whatever okay it's going to be really rare to find that because they cannot sell that so they need to look at the (laughs) so it's 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 funny the way industry works but you know um some shops are going to be custom very custom but 80 percent of them are probably going to have very standard product lines in their book.
2: commonly the custom are you are you talking about custom products specifically or are
0: you talking about taking a standard shirt and putting a logo on it so both cases could be relevant right so in some cases let's say if you go to a real fashion fashion shop okay Mm -hmm. the way girls think about apparel business is very different right i mean for them Everything has to be unique. Every dress has to be unique. If it is not unique, then their friends are probably not going to like them, right? Uh, <laughs> for guys, it's different, right? For us, blue or black or whatever, gray, maybe. So for us, options are different. So so that's why when you look at the real, real fashion category, they are going to have a lot more variety in general. So the way some shops work is they are going to have a core style and they are simply going to be, let's say they might have a mash that they might, might vary. Or they might have another fabric that they might, uh, you know, vary with that. But the base style is going to be the same. So there are some shops that sort of operate that style. And that's almost like, you know, configured to order. Okay. Right. Uh, Business model. But there are shops which are going to be, okay, I am picking a brand new style from my RAM because this cut is really famous. And I am going to design only 10 pieces. If I sell that, great. Otherwise, I'm going to move on. (laughs) So depending upon the shop. And very expensive. Exactly. Obviously, any custom uh, is going to be expensive, but people pay for that. And some companies are okay with that business model. But I don't know whether you followed the news of Stitch Fix. Okay. Stitch Fix was the most custom shop that you are ever going to have in general. Okay. That was one of the biggest in the apparel space. And they somehow figured the formula that you can be custom as well as (laughs) big. Okay. But they are struggling uh let's put it this way uh you know everybody has to standardize after a certain point otherwise uh numbers don't add up uh, <laughs> um okay so here let's get back to the the comments here so here our plm integration with adobe illustrator takes the user experience to a whole new level so that's right as well again very different workflow for the designer for merchandiser for planners as well as who else am i missing in terms of the role Probably procurement as well. They get involved in the whole process. Apteen believes that PLM fashion software should enable creative teams to stay creative. That is right. Again, the comparison here is going to be CAD software for manufacturing. They are designing inside CAD. Here, they are designing inside their PLM or the Adobe. The, the whole creative process, even though they are sort of designing like the UX uh, of the product, but this still goes through the same design uh, mindset and philosophy and output of this is is still going to be some sort of bomb that you are going to be sending to your manufacturer, um, to the samplers that you might be working with. So here, this powerful design plugin for Adobe Illustrator works with Accenture and the plugin is going to be very comparable to your CAD plugins, the the way CAD plugins work. So here we are looking at, okay, design and then push it to your uh, ERP if you are doing some sort of manufacturing, if this goes to vendor. Then you are going to have a collaboration workflow with your vendors as well and that's a nightmare overall in terms of process perspective when you are going to be dealing with third party most apparel companies are probably going to be dealing with a lot of vendors Uh, so their r d workflow is very thick as well even if they are going to be simply distributor retailer so for retailers their r d workflow is going to be far deeper because the design is controlled by your retailers you know manufacturers are simply manufacturing overseas most likely china Uh, But for the most part, design is controlled by the retailer, even though though they are simply retailing. Manufacturers might be different because they might have in-house manufacturing capabilities. So their manufacturing workflow is going to be far thicker in general. Now here, fashion market obviously is completely different as we are seeing. And that's why the ERP needs are going to be very, very, very different. The question is PLM. PLM is must. If you don't have PLM, I don't know how you will be able to pull off the workflow. And that integration is very thick. Okay, thicker than your manufacturing integration, the amount of exchange that you need to have between your PLM as well as your uh, ERP. And again, that's why we had very unique uh, ERP system in this space. And by the way, other name I'm going to throw is going to be Blue Cherry, which is very well known in the apparel space. There are other ones. I mean, now Apteen acquired this one as well. So this was a very fragmented market in general. Now Apteen is trying to go after all of of those players and they are trying to acquire all of the PLM solutions as well as the ERP solution. And the biggest sweet spot that Apteen is going to have is they are trying to integrate all of these um, solutions and trying to provide the packaged solution the way Infor approaches the market, Epicor approaches the market, uh, or ECI approaches the market. So here the sampling workflow is going to be very thick as well. Uh, and then procurement, procurement gets very involved. And again, for procurement, it's very tricky because they are dancing around, okay? Typically uh, with retail companies and the merchandisers and the designers, they have the most clout in general, okay? And the reason for that is because they are planning for the retail and the products that are really selling are selling because of them. Because if he can retain the best designer, most likely they are gonna have really good sales. And they also sort of position the product at the right shelf now that's an uh, art as well okay they need to figure out okay which store because they need to understand the demographics at a much deeper level so even if you have the best shirt in a town where nobody wants that <laughs> that's that's tricky right so again the planning goes very deep as well so procurement is going to play a very important role in general in this space as well and then they design collaboration so some of the things that you're going to notice overall in this particular space is for example launch new products stack packs in illustrator can you believe this guys okay you are literally launching there for erp guys it might be scary because they have never seen the pretty pictures in their entire life <laughs> now they are working inside illustrator create search and edit designs in illustrator create develop and update bombs in illustrator can you believe this it's very 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 hard to have that kind of integration so obviously fteen is providing a lot more in general uh, directly access fabric trim Other PLM libraries and these PLM, they get very, very, very deep overall in terms of the number of options that you are gonna have for each of the design. So you need all of that to be able to plan your product, to be able to plan your samples and finally finalize your product that you really want to manufacture or sell. So again, the process is very thick. Save time, uh, reduce errors, enhance communication. Obviously communication is key here with vendors. If you are not able to do that, you are gonna have real financial loopholes. Uh, and it becomes very tricky if you're going to have fragmented systems here in this business. What else do I have here? Create new colors, Andy. Can you believe this? Okay, so you are creating new colors as well. Uh, sometimes they need to come up with new colors because the colors, existing colors might not go well with the style that they might be working on. Again, rocket science, I'm not qualified. to uh, touch that? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, designers typically have a design degree. They do master's degree in that. Um, it's
2: interesting they mentioned bi-directional Illustrator PLM synchronization. So it's really hooked into Adobe tight.
0: Yes. Uh, by the way, this is one tool. Obviously, designers love this because it's just easy, right? This is probably one of the most adopted. Uh, but the other PLMs are probably going to enforce their own sort of uh, you know design tool. Designers don't like that sometimes. What you could do is you might be able to create from here export and then import in this one that could be another possibility but here you are really working inside illustrator and then you have the end-to-end integration now let's talk about integration okay it sounds fancy on paper but it might never work as you like because the integration may fail for the use cases that you may have or integration might not be supported for your use cases so overall the marketing pitch may sound great Once you start using it, you might run into challenges. Now, here we have, okay, anything else, Andy? Any other comments on this? No. Okay, so some press releases here. So here, uh, some more market positioning, I guess. So the key elements of fashion, and these are the elements for the enterprise architecture. You are going to have a PLM, must, must have, okay? Uh, you could have probably these siloed systems and that's why sometimes the retail enterprise architecture get really complicated. You are probably going to have 20 different fragmented systems and everybody's sort of going to be dancing around (laughs) systems uh, because of that fragmented experience. So obviously, it's very hard uh, to design the retail enterprise architecture, but in general, you are at least going to have a PLM, you are going to have vendor portal, uh, you are going to have ERP, WMS, as well as the shop floor control only if you are doing manufacturing. If you are not doing that, probably you don't need that, but you are still going to be needing the other things. Uh, EDI is very common in the B2B scenarios. Not all retailers are going to be doing B2B depending upon their business model, but some do if they are selling to, let's say big box retailers, then they might need the EDI capabilities as well. Now this is the press release. So this is obviously a very recent acquisition. They had acquired this in 2021. So here, this is the acquisition of Accenta itself. So again, I don't think it's been more than two years right now, right, Andy? And they acquired everything from there. So they did not integrate anything as such. I think everything came integrated. So most likely they must have improved the branding and, and marketing. And Vista Equity in general and Team. they are really good at that. Which uh,
2: countries do you find this product popular? You're saying Europe. So it's specific countries or all across?
0: My understanding of Apteen where they are putting a lot of gas is in the DAC countries which is going to be slightly more Eastern Europe Uh, yeah that's where I think they are that's their sweet spot because those countries are very unique um, in terms of their taxation reporting so they have sort of both play they obviously have the packaged offering but then they have country localization as well so they don't have to compete with the big boys here they are talking about design sourcing production and distribution those four are probably going to be big pillars now here the user count is always very religious topic very interesting in terms of discussion uh, and sometimes the customers don't really understand this right so 41000 users in general is very low okay these are like the real users okay so let's say my understanding of these installations is going to be probably 10 on average okay 20 is probably going to be a stretch so obviously this is a very small system in general uh, you know, and let's say I don't know, are they going to have four thousand customers or are they going to have thousand customers? Um, thousand customers, forty-one average. I could believe that. <laughs> so that's probably is going to be my gut check here. Uh what do you think, Andy?
2: Well, users, this is not customers. No? This is no? yeah, total delivery users. Yeah, yeah it's yeah? it's pretty But I mean, you know, it's a very targeted product, though, too. So its audience isn't that large.
0: Exactly. Um, So, yeah, so I think you are right. So there might be some bigger customers that might be on it. And that's why, you know, that might be biased. So let's say if they could figure out, you know, five large customers because somebody's brother-in-law works for somebody, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you say, on your little window on the bottom right, uh, 41,000 users is like two SAP installations.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> probably one SAP installation, to be honest.
2: One <laughs> in some cases. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, users is very subjective in general, but the target market that they are targeting is very small. But Andy, I think you had a really good point there that their target market is very niche. Apparel, I think they are selling in some of the other verticals as well. It's not just the apparel and fashion. They are also selling in other retail-centric verticals. We'll. I'm probably going to have a slide for that as well. My understanding is that they were selling in some of the retail equipment space, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So very similar to retail, I guess. Yeah. Now, when you are going to be looking at uh, the UI, typically Vista, the way they operate, they are probably going to be improving the integration. They are going to be improving the marketing, but they typically do not re-architect the whole application. It's very rare that they are going to make that kind of large investment with the product because their goal, the way their business model is, they want to win in the professional services. They also win in the support. So even though they are acquiring their goal is to keep everything inside. So they are not going to be investing a lot in the product innovation. Not sure, you know, what is going to be their overarching. I don't know whether they take sort of the five years timeline on some of these products, you know, five years, they are going to juice it out. And by the time the other products catch up uh, with these products in terms of the functional capabilities, then they are probably going to be getting rid of these. I don't know if that is the mindset, but that matches with your private equity timeline, because you are looking for the return in five years. So it makes complete sense. I mean, I would do it if I had money. (laughs) So that could be the mindset. But I mean, overall, the way uh, Vista Equity and Apteen, they like to uh, Operators they are probably going to taking uh, you know five to ten years timeline they are rebranding um, refreshing the marketing positioning because that's what customers care for and then they are going to be integrating so that sales is going to be slightly easier um, but uh, if you are a customer obviously you need to figure out you know how the experience is going to be whether you are going to have the operational efficiency or not when you are small you cannot really afford to spend in the integration dollars this is gold this is pure gold. In my mind but if you're bigger obviously you might struggle with the platform and you are going to be fairly restricted in terms of the kind of options that you are going to have because the mark this is a very closed ecosystem very closed uh product so you are relying on appin for pretty much everything so here again the product design psychology so overall the various even their sales orders are going to be very different Okay, everything is driven by division, style, brand, seasonality, uh, you know, color. So, very in the terms, and Andy, you were referring to parts, right? So, here, ah, RM style, <laughs> RM division, okay, bomb configuration, RM color. And, you know, if somebody has looked at any other ERPs, they will not be able to connect, relate with it because they are looking for sort of part number, bomb number. You know, that's what they are looking for. So, again, very, very, very different space.
2: And there's specific language or
0: terminologies. Exactly. Exactly. The only common language that I am seeing here is the bomb. (laughs) And, you know, I don't know why they are using it, to be honest. Some companies might use something else, I guess, because they just do not see themselves as more of the... Uh, manufacturing or retail business they see themselves as more of a fashion business which is a different mindset if you don't have any other comment andy i can move to the next one yeah that's fine so here one of the things that you are going to notice with Aptine products because these are all acquired products in general so the way they might appear the experience is going to be very different when you are going to move from your WMS to your ERP to your PLM because what they have done is, even if they have acquired these products, it is very aligned with how Epstein likes to operate. And that's why they were sort of interested in this one. So what Accenture must have done, they must have acquired these products over the period of time. And the reason for that is because it makes winning a deal easier. That's why they are acquiring these products and they have pre-integrated. So it's just easier to compete with the likes of SAP, Microsoft, Oracle, because those are obviously very horizontal solutions in general, the way they like to operate in the market. So here, every piece that you are going to have as part of your bundle, that is going to appear very different. Obviously, that's going to be very different from the experience perspective as well, because when users are going to be switching from your PLM to your ERP, ERP to your shop floor, uh, the experience is going to be different, okay? But if you really think about it, okay this is what best of breed architecture is okay whatever the other companies are trying to position hey i'm gonna sell you this SAS, and that's going to be your best of breed architecture the only difference in between this and that is going to be in this particular case at least you are going to have some pre-made integration now again you still have to uh, check every single workflow in the field to make sure that integration is going to work for your use cases Pre-baked integration does not mean that it's always going to work for your use cases. And even if you are going to be replacing one component out of this one, and let's say if you are going to be replacing with your PLM, good luck with that, because that is going to throw the whole state of the enterprise architecture, and you might have issues in that. So if you are buying everything from Epstein and for Epic or, uh, you know, obviously you are probably going to get better results. As soon as you start replacing those components, the architecture is probably going to struggle. Any comments, Andy? No. No. Okay. So here, the other things that you're going to notice, even for the shop floor display, that the terms are going to be very different. So here, we are looking at gross pay. And, you know, now you are going to be thinking that why do you have this on the shop floor display? Why do you care for that? Sometimes you might not, might need that because ACM processes are sort of, uh, you know, embedded as part of uh, your shop floor workflow as well that's why you are seeing this and then you have the place rate you have the SMV. uh so very 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 different workflow overall the way the whole uh processes are uh, set up and here you can see this is your shop floor control and here we are talking about the gross pay we are talking about hours we are talking about piece rate and piece rate is going to be obviously based on the material, as well as labor, but you are not going to have as many layers for labor the way you are going you have in the other ERP system. So obviously, this can get you started. But when you look at the real, uh, you know, costing workflows, when you need to do the deep casting, you might not get that. You might get a lot from the merchandising perspective, planning perspective, PLM, design. But when you get into the real deep operations and finance, when you are looking for operational efficiency, you might not get all of that in these solutions. Now, this is where the PLM is. And even in the PLM and the every field that you are going to see is going to be very different in general. Uh, so here you are looking at the color, color palettes. Uh, you are looking at the construction, the tag packs. Uh, the, then you have the division, the subdivision. And these are like six variables that go together uh overall in defining either the product or pre-product. Both of them are going to be d- defined by your division, subdivision, design, uh category, uh you know, it's going to be brand, uh, and then the size, color, and style, I guess. So this is where in the end this is this is how the process starts. So they, they are going to be looking at the ramp and they are going to find the design. The design come your Uh, comes in your PLM or it is going to be in some sort of designer tool so you need to collaborate with with your vendors you need to figure out other pieces that are going to be part of your bomb in general the, the way the bombs are going to be it's going to be very similar to your building material patch where you had the building information model so in general the bombs are very complex in general the way they work and they all are going to be at the size style brand level okay so we have some more commentary here so this is going to be again this is the scheduling workflow which is going to be very unique as well you know again if you try to compare this with any other industries uh, this is very 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 different overall from the user workflow perspective the way they design the way they are going to have their artwork the way their coloring is going to be the way their scheduling process is going to be whether you are looking at the r&d phase or you are looking at the production phase again only if you are manufacturing then only you are going to have the production phase. So very different in general. Now, let's cover some reviews. Um, Any comments, Andy? Uh, No. Good? Okay. So we have some user reviews here. Uh, We are going to cover some. So we are looking at this company, 200 to 500 employees. Uh, Our guess was their average user is probably going to be 20. But here we are looking at roughly 200 to 500 employees. So obviously, some companies are going to be in sort of the upper small or lower mid-market space where they are using this. Andy, let me ask you a question. So at the 200, 500 employee level, I think we are looking at roughly, what, $80 million uh,
2: revenue? Uh, well, it depends on the market, of course, and what they're doing. But 200 to 500 employees, uh, is this a manufacturer?
0: Re- most likely they are going to be retailers okay. or apparel. Uh, in this- That's
2: pretty, pretty big for a wholesaler. Um, You're right. I, I would, you know... What were you saying? How much?
0: I was thinking 80 million because the reason for that is because Eight, most zero? of
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say higher. I'd say
0: 200 plus. 200 plus. Interesting. Okay. So wholesale, you are right. That wholesale is not going to have as many store employees. So right. in general, and their order size is going to be higher. Um, they are probably not going to have as many employees in the warehouse either. Uh So I don't know, um, but they will have a lot more in sales, I guess, uh, because the the sales cycle is going to be far thicker. But overall, you're right. I think uh, if you are talking about and I don't know what percentage of wholesale this business is, if it is going to be, let's say, 80 percent retail, 20 percent wholesale, then that's a different ballgame than 80 percent wholesale, 20 percent retail. So I think you're fairly close, I guess, you know, 80 to 200, maybe 150, I guess. I don't know. So somewhere around that, that's what you're looking at. But that's a decent sized company in my mind. And the only reason why it might have worked for this company is because this is wholesale. This is not a pure play retail because if you have pure play retail, then your business model is going to be far more complex. You are going to get far more transactions in general. So again, very interesting business model. So here they switched from Blue Cherry to Accenture, which is a very interesting move as well. So Blue Cherry is probably going to be in that sub $5 million space. And these guys are probably going to be in that uh 10 to 50 million dollars space that's what my perception is of this solution but here they are probably using it for 150 or 200 maybe if and is right here then we this is a very recent review so obviously you know it's slightly bigger than your blue cherry so that's your indication in terms of what their market positioning is here they are talking about improvements could be made on the following mass update filters could be expended mass production cancel screen Could use more filters, missing options to view outbound EDI, raw data. So, one of the things that I have always highlighted in my review is always going to be one-to-end scenarios. And one-to-end scenario is where the differentiator is between your smaller system versus your mid-market systems. Okay, most of the mid-market systems they decouple the process a lot more than your smaller systems. Smaller systems are going to flatten that data architecture. You know, to uh, save some resources, it's just going to be easier to use. So that's the real differentiator. So this particular user parallel is complaining about parallel. Exactly, exactly. So this particular user is complaining about mass, 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 means one to end. Okay. So you uh, are probably using the wrong product, and this is where you probably should be switching to in four M three. If you have grown to that extent, and the reason why these guys are complaining, maybe ND you are right because they are probably at two hundred million dollars. <laughs> and now their CFOs are pushing. Hey, you guys need to process in bulk. You need to segment your process tests. Otherwise, we are never gonna grow in that serial, serialized process. So probably they are trying to uh, figure that out. Blue Cherry support was awful. You get what you pay for. Sorry, but that's a reality. <laughs> everything's
2: relative, anyways. You know? What's that? Yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. relative.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in general, like I mean, if you are buying Blue Cherry, you are probably paying thirty thousand in your implementation probably paying 5000 per year in your solution, what do you expect? Oh, yeah. People don't work for free.
2: <laughs> no. What what uh, What's the price point of this Exenta system? Do you know?
0: I am, depending upon how many users you are looking at, if you're looking at $200 million, obviously, again, these guys are sort of cutting down in the implementation dollars, making a lot more in the licensing, and that's why they have this business model, okay? So they are not going to charge as much for the implementation, but the implementation does not include the real consulting consulting okay it's literally data dump the way it works and then okay figure it out you know you and know. i'm going to be doing everything from my perspective because i have these three different systems they have a lot of assumptions of the data model so as long as you provide me data in that format i'll upload for you if you are not able to provide that's your problem uh, not my problem so typically that's how the implementation works so Andy, i think from the the way there is one more layer that i did not touch on overall aptine strategy the way they like to approach they can sell each of the parts individually as well uh, because they want to make money in integration okay so if you talk to a team they will say that you know what okay you care only for plm okay buy plm from me uh i know that your integration is going to fail tomorrow so i'll be able to sell more <laughs> so that's also the strategy that they take overall from the corporate perspective but overall i would say to your question related to the pricing, depending upon how big the company is. But if you're looking at this size company, I don't know, man. I mean, the I would say their user is probably gonna be easily one fifty ish.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure it's not cheap. I'm sure it's quite expensive because it's as a small audience, you gotta make the money back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing is cheap in this world. Okay. (laughs) And uh, price is all subjective. And you know, you get what you pay for. So here, obviously, they're going to be lower than the big boys in general, overall, in terms of the license and fee. But again, you get what you pay for here, another 51 to 200 employees, another very similar customer. So very interesting, but these guys didn't like them at all. And this is from consumer goods. So the reason why they didn't like is because they are coming from consumer goods. If you sell the system to apparel, they will absolutely love it because they are not going to find a system that is going to be good for the apparel space. But if you sell to consumer goods, they will not appreciate uh, because it's very, very, very tailored to your and that's where your flexibility of the business model comes. So let's say if you have a little retail, but you also have a little accessory business, Sometimes the accessory business could be very different in general, the way it works. Or so you may have a toy uh, brand that is part of that, or you may have perfume brand. Uh, okay, then figure it out. I mean, you know, you are probably gonna have a lot of challenges. in general. So here we are talking about consumer goods. They didn't like uh, at all. So here, this is also from 2022, so very recent review. Uh, they are saying, I would be hard pressed to identify something that we like about this software. That is harsh. Uh, in general, uh, maybe you are at the wrong place or maybe Apteen is the wrong place. Something screwed up here. Uh, it's probably not a fair review, but we'll still dig into if there are some elements that we need to touch into. So here we are talking about, while well, we have a laundry list of pain points with Accenture. What would be at the top of the least category is the level of customer support that is available from Accenture team. That is, I'm not sure if I really understand this review. I'll tell you why uh because the other reviews they have reported the customer support to be good okay and andy i don't know whether you have this confirmation from any of your sources but typically a is known for good customer support in general okay now if you're expecting consulting as part of your customer support good luck with that none of the happy vendors can provide that okay support is not meant to be consulting it's supposed to be your okay here is your problem and i have an article i'll give it to you figure it out uh okay that's what support means now if you're not comfortable with that. That's your problem. That's why you need to hire consultants uh, who can help you with that.
2: Well, it's interesting at the bottom, uh, Exenta uh, message to this customer saying, hey, give us a call. It'd be interesting to know if they did or if they fixed uh, some of their issues.
0: It's very hard, uh, to be honest, Andy, and depending upon, you know, where the customer is. Sometimes it's just not possible. Because yeah. the things that they might be asking from the integration perspective, you know, depending upon the maturity of the customer, some people are really informed in terms of what they can ask, but most are not.
2: You mean there's gonna be more than one Lisa
0: out there? Um uh, <laughs> uh lisas could be different there are very 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 smart and sharp lisas obviously yes. uh, there are going to yes. be some that might not this be. this one's a hard. very sharp lisa uh this is a very sharp lisa you're right <laughs> uh the system is uh counter making our team regardless of the experience level reliant on the center team um, again i think their expectation was that they were expecting a little consulting so obviously you know it's not right it's not fair to obtain in general so we have invested a significant amount of time, resource and customizing. And again, you have customized because you are trying to fit an apparel business into consumer goods business. And, you know, somebody screwed up here, either Apteen because they oversold or you overbought. Sometimes customers are the problem because they are pushing that. No, 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 I want this.
2: <laughs> well, sometimes sometimes the salesman doesn't tell them that, you know, this is not really designed for your market.
0: It's always both ways. Andy. You, you want I mean, to buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah charge, charge. we'll take care of that. we we'll yeah. take care of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. OK, so here, obviously, they customized. They shouldn't have customized. I mean, when you are buying this tailored package, you should not be customizing it at all. Uh, why no. are you customizing App Team? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, without immediate improvement in the level of service that we are provided, uh, we'll be cutting ties. And OK, good for you. Uh, you shouldn't have bought uh, to begin with. Uh, okay. Some more comments here. So here, this is also coming from 2021. 51 to 200 employees. I can almost guarantee, Andy, this is probably going to be a happy review because this is coming from apparel and fashion. So, right? So here they are talking about we had WMS integrated was awesome. Anybody's going to love that. WMS integration with ERP is a big deal. And that's where money is, guys. Okay. PLM to your ERP, WMS to your ERP. That's where money is for an apparel business in general. So if that is coming prepackaged, that's pure gold for apparel business. Now, they are talking about, I think, top level reporting would be helpful or advanced reporting. Reporting is going to be another area that is going to be probably limiting in the smaller system. And that is your sort of indicator, whether this is a very large system or a small system. Again, you get what you pay for The reason why they are cheaper is because you are asking to compromise in certain areas. So don't expect too much. So I don't think this is a problem with Epstein. This is a problem with the user itself, with their expectations. We still pull multiple reports and have to combine them outside of Exenta. Now, this is a tricky part. In terms of the traceability and the linking in these systems is not going to be as friendly. Whether you talk about APICOR, ECI, INFOR, it doesn't matter. Linking is always a problem you are not going to find the same linking that you are going to find in the products that were created from scratch. So you need to figure out what is best for you. Do you want a horizontal product that is going to have very streamlined experience from the transaction perspective or you are hard pressed on your budget? (laughs) If you are hard pressed on your budget, you know, be happy with what you're getting uh, because this is the best you can get and you don't have to get into IT. But integrated WMS and the linking and traceability is probably going to be an issue. So obviously your admin cost in general is going to be higher with this system because you are jumping around different system you are sort of trying to link all of these data points in your excel sheet so again you are not going to get the same erp capabilities that you're going to get with sap but again you are getting far more efficiency in your operational process so you need to decide what your what are your critical critical success factors and what really matters to your team and where you are going to have the highest amount of efficiency in your process. And you need to decide based on this. If your PLM WMS integration, the three package offering is a priority for you, it's a great system. No questions there. This is also apparent in fashion, 51 to 200 employees. I can almost guarantee that this is probably going to be happy user, mm, but they are saying more. no longer, no longer happy. happy. And that's okay. They might not be happy because of the changes in the in the companies. So they are not happy with the FTEN support for some reason. So FAB 2022 support has got much worse in general when you are dealing with these smaller companies their support is going to be better okay in general that's how most smaller companies are whether you are working with a bar or whether you are working with a real pen, in my mind when you look at very small oem they are almost like a bar the way they like to think that you know they are going to customize the hell out of the system for you they'll provide a little consulting free selection you know sometimes they might do your laundry as well (laughs) So, but you cannot expect that from apteen there's no way in the hell they can do that because they need to be accountable for their financial results support has got much worse since you were acquired by apteen your support was always expensive but now they are unreasonable if not for the two million dollar we have expended over the six years guys that's the real money that's what most companies spend in an erp so if you are thinking that you are going to be spending $80,000 on your ERP, you are so wrong. You cannot be more wrong. That's a real amount. This is what most companies spend. Whether you want to uh, plan for it or not, that's up to you. So be realistic with the expectation. Okay, some more review. Andy, if I Just have five minutes powers, Keep going. Or yes, uh, I So some more review here. This is from eight months ago. Here, they are talking about fake cloud versus real cloud. And i think we have done this in multiple reviews if you want to really test whether it is a real cloud or fake cloud uh, what you need to be looking at ask them to open multiple tabs if the system cannot work in multiple tabs then that's probably a legacy system it's not cloud native again do you care for cloud native not everybody has to care okay the first thing always has to be functionality whether it is going to work or not and how much it risk can you afford to have in a system, that's always should be your priority. But let's say if you're looking for cloud native, this is not going to be cloud native, okay? So this is your way of testing. So here they are saying, and you will figure this out once you start using the system, because you cannot open another tab where you are going to have Salesforce-like experience. None of the legacy systems can support that, whether you talk about, um, some people have sort of faked that experience like core <laughs> but it's even worse in my experience when you start using those systems. So. Again, depending upon the architecture design, when you are going to have legacy architecture, you can only get so much in general. So maybe you want to test a little bit before you commit to a system, whatever you want to do. But obviously, you know, legacy is not going to be same as your cloud native.
2: Well, it's interesting. They've only had the software for less than a year and uh, easy to learn, navigate. They're pretty happy.
0: They are pretty happy, but they are not happy with the all windows within one application. And and these, these shops and they are very cutting edge in general. If they want to attract the designers i tell you okay these guys are one of the coolest people okay they are all going to be on mac and all of a sudden if you want them to use obtain good luck with that because they are not going to work for you <laughs> you know they are mac adobe designer uh, you know salesforce that's the kind of experience that they are seeking so that's a challenge in the apparel space at this point of time to be honest and that's why yes the user is pretty happy because it does the business, but not from the experience perspective. More comments, Andy, or do you? No, like go for I mean, one more? You know,
2: obviously from your comments, I'm, I'm it's probably a, a legacy type system that was migrated to the cloud, and of course, there's going to be some limitations.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, these are all legacy systems. There's no, they might sell it as cloud. I don't know how Abtin like to position you know, depending upon the salesperson that you are talking to. Some people are going to be super honest. You know? <laughs> Some people are going to say, no, 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 it's all cloud. It's all cloud native. <laughs> so here, under the saying custom orders every few years, news comes out about a company that will do a laser body scan and then manufacture clothes that fit just you. I would love to see the ERP choices that power, these companies,
2: as none of them survive. Well, this is on Star Wars, though, Anders is talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, and honestly speaking, I am completely fine with this idea, as long as you can find an investor who is going to invest in this company, because this business is probably not going to work. Hopefully, the technology is going to work one of these days, but it's, it's very, very, very hard to business model to pull off. <laughs> Thanks, Anders. Andy, any other comments on this one? No,
2: I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, the product's got functionality specific for the apparel and and fashion market, which makes it attractive for those types of companies. Oh, grid pricing.
0: Yeah, so we have one more comment before we do our closing. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you want to cover this one. I was thinking. Uh, if you had...
2: Well, apparel software. Can you discuss grid pricing, where a single shirt SKU will have grid of well, colors and prices, and how this disaster this is a disaster for non-apparel? ERPs used to do clothing. Well, yeah, that was kind of like what I mentioned earlier. Uh, commonly in the apparel industry, it's it, they have this grid uh, that's an analysis of the same part number, yep. size, style, and color. And it, it, it makes it very complex and almost impossible for standard vanilla type ERPs to handle it. So you do need either uh, an industry-specific system like this, or also a lot of customization.
0: Exactly. And that's probably the reason why this industry is probably the stepchild of ERP, to be honest, because it's very hard to do both. Where you are going to be mainstream ERP yeah. as well as this functionality, it's probably not going to fly. So, Once you're in bed
2: with this target, you that's what you do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why this is, and you are right, if you're pure play retail, this is great. Uh, but most businesses they are trying to figure out how to divorce. That's also a challenge so obviously and that's why retail is very challenging in general. Any other comments Andy? thanks
2: thanks uh for the comments uh, yeah no uh, I mean again it, it it seems like a legacy type system, but it's got a good following generally speaking a lot of the, yeah. most of the comments are relatively positive and uh you know and it's probably targeted good sized companies too from what from
0: those reviews. Yeah, I completely agree, Andy. Thank you so much. Uh, Any other comments? No. Awesome, guys. So that's it for today. If you joined for the first time, this was part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are good to be here next week. We are going to come back with another topic or the solution on that note. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Anders. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests, and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about Dave Chrysler, head over to thechrysler.club. It's T-H-E-C-R-Y-S-L-E-R dot If you want to learn more about ND Pratico head over to esoft.com. It's E-S-S-O-F-T Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, You might want to check other related episodes, including the interview with Krissa Klein, who discusses the supply chain nuances of the apparel industry and its unique challenges. Also, the interview with Anant, Veer, and Ben, who shared their insights into how to create a robust supply chain for apparel business. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments, about the show please review and reach us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels i'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help thank you and i hope to get you on the next episode of the wbs podcast
1: thank you for listening to another episode of the wbs podcast be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode